Hello and welcome to the Noise Podcast, sponsored by Stereo Brain Records and brought to you as part of the Noise Podcast Network. This is part one of four of our favourite noises series, where journalistic guru Will Marshall sits down with bands to discuss their favourite album of 2022, as well as asking for a recommendation on a band that they think are worth keeping an eye on in 2023. On top of that, Will does a little bit of fishing as to any upcoming plans they might have. In this episode, Will talks to Lucas from Holding Absence, Erhan and Julian from Harriet, Blake and Aliche from Lake Malice, and Liam from Hidden Mothers. It's an absolutely stacked one. This podcast can be streamed on all major platforms and is also available on YouTube. Please like and subscribe and tell a friend about us. Even a little goes a long way. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Noise Podcast Network and keep up to date with everything noisy on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Noise UK. Enjoy the episode. Okay, well, first of all, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Um, so today I'm chatting to Lucas from The Amazing Holding Absence. Uh, so, and we're just going to be asking about, first of all, uh, your album of the year, band you want of people looking out for next year, and last but not least, what Holding Absence are kind of up to these days, obviously, insofar as you can actually tell us. Um, so if we start with the big one, the biggest question, as we said before, is like, what is your number one album this year? What's the best album or your favourite album you've heard so far this year? So my album of the year, there was obviously like, you know, it's, it's such a big question, isn't it? I know we spoke about this earlier, so it did take a while to kind of decide on it. But I think this is the album that will stick with me the longest. Um, and it is Colour Decay by The Devil Is Prana. Um, I love this album so much. I think it's it's one of those albums that every song could have been a single, but in in a good way, not in a kind of uh, cheesy way or whatever. It's just like every song has its own space. Um, but the whole album is kind of, like, I can't, ironically, I can't listen to the songs on their own. At the same time, like I have to listen to it in a big chunk, you know? Um, it's got such a great atmosphere. It's got a big universe to it, you know? And, and like, you really feel like you're in that album when you listen to it. Um, and I, I think for, for the most part, it is like a perfect album, essentially um so yeah i'm, I'm gonna go with that one <laughs> okay incredible because that's that's one that i definitely did check out earlier in the year yeah. thoroughly enjoyed but didn't quite find myself going back to and i think it's probably not anything on the album it's just a time thing because like you say when i when i was listening to it it's like it felt like one work that is best okay. can like you, you you have to give it all the time maybe that's why you know you have to be there and have that 45 50 minutes i think it is or so to actually really absorb everything that's going on. And yeah, each song really does sit on its own, but complements everything and, that's going on around yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. it's, it's, and that's, yeah. The, that's the hardest thing, I think, to pull off with an album is having songs that you could send to people and be like, this song is sick. But then also, like you said, you know, like the task of sitting down and spending 45 minutes with it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Colour Decay by The Devil Wears Prada. Again, that's yeah, top album. That's your album of the year. Um, But if we look ahead to next year for 2023, what's one band do you think people really need to be keeping their eye on and need, like, need to be checking out because they're going to be doing, potentially, looking doing some really big things? Uh, So my favourite band on Earth at the moment is a band called Pale Dusk. They're a Japanese metalcore band. Um, And they are genuinely just the most inventive like chaotic kind of 
cool kind of band. Like I, I've never, I just, I'd never found a band like them before. And it, it's really unique and I kind of can't get over it. Like, um, and I think the way that they are might like scare some people a little bit, you know, uh, because there is a, is a lot to swallow. Um, but man, you know, once you get to the point where I'm at with that band, we're like, you know, you, you could sing along and eardrum them, all the craziness, you know, it just feels like listening to music on master level, I guess, you know. So I, I will say as well, I'm really hoping as a, a massive fan, I'm really hoping that they do drop an album next year because um, basically the last six or seven songs they've put out, I've just loved and I kind of wish I could own them on a record or something, you know. So uh, so fingers crossed, maybe this time next year, they'll be my album of the year. But, yeah. Oh, hopefully, yeah. I've got a friend who who's actually really into them as well. So I'll have to I'll have to take him up on. I'll take you both up on the recommendation. Bro, That's yeah. Pale Dusk from Japan. And when we're talking, like obviously, I know when so some people think of metalcore as a bit of a dirty word. Not one of those people. Not same. I love metalcore. Like, but yeah. what what sort of I guess what sort of neck of the woods are we talking about? Are we talking about like maybe that modern sort of sounding, or are we going for maybe the sort of two thousands metallic hardcore revival we've seen from bands like like Dying Wish and say Foreign Hands, for instance? So honestly, bro, it doesn't even feel like modern. It feels like futuristic, you know. I know, okay. and I know that sounds really stupid, but it's like you know they 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 mix the kind of like trappy kind of um, like it's hard. Like some of this stuff has like a real like. Uh, electronic element, you know, there's moments of the song that sound like, you know, it could be like a Post Malone backing track or something. And then it just, it, it blends that with like, um, just like the most chaotic kind of riffs. Like, it's really, it's really hard to describe. But yeah, generally, I think the things they do the best are the chaotic riffs are crazy. And you can always tell it's a Pale Dust song. Um, and then the electronic kind of low key kind of vibe that they put underneath. Um, and then, yeah, catchy courses and just like, but I, I feel like for me, though, the main thing is that they're just so inventive. Like, I hear some things in their songs. Like, there's there's one song with like a, and I, I know it's kind of, it sounds cheesy, but like, it's like a, there's like a saxophone kind of refrain, like it's like a post-chorus. And it just pops into this kind of like, kind of like saxophone thing. And like, man, it's just like, I can't believe how well they pull off such hard things. Um so, yeah, but I really would urge anyone to check them out. But I will say uh, they're better. They're a better experience when you watch their videos as well, because their videos are of a similar quality, honestly. Um, and also, I'll, I'll also say they, they are a lot to take in. So, like, if, if you don't get it at first, just, like, give it another go, you know? Yeah, give it a few attempts. Because when you say, like, the chaotic electronic elements, the first bands that like, that put me in mind of was bands like... Um... Code Orange and Vein FM who play with electronics in a similar way. Okay, but Pale Dusk for one like futuristic metalcore. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely going to be checking them out after this. I think, and brilliant. So last but not least, um, this is the bit where you get to shine and sort of talk about what Holding Absence are up to in the next however long you want to. You know, basically next year. What's what's happening in the world that you can talk to us about? Yeah. Obviously, the key the key part of that sentence is what what can I say and what can't I say, you know. But um, we've been very very transparent that we are working really hard towards album three at the moment. Uh, I can't really say too much more, but you know, we're a real album band. That's always been our thing. Is like you know, we just we love the art art of making an album, and that's why I love Color Decay so much because you know it was like 
there's so many nuanced things that are hard to pull off when you're writing an album. Um, so, you know, that's kind of where we're at right now is trying to figure out all the little bits and bobs that make an album special. Um, but the main thing, honestly, you know, anyone who's already a fan of our band will know that we've finally gotten into international touring this year. So, you know, doing Australia and America and um, Europe and, and places that we've never really been to before. Um, and it, it it was such a great year. We're just going to do it again, I think. So the goal is to just keep going out into the big world and, you know, meeting as many people as we can and playing as many shows as we can. We played 95 shows last year, so we really want to hit 100 next year. So Amazing. Wow. So a show yeah. every, th like, three, four days, effectively. Three days, man. Is, yeah, insane. And cap it off two different well three different continents one being the us and the next being australia and you, didn't you and, do those like almost back to back yeah it was gnarly we, we did america and then um because it was cheaper to get returns rather than rather than doing a triangle and going uk america australia it was cheaper to go uk america uk australia so we literally um yeah we, we literally flew back from our first us tour spent one day in a hotel in London and then flew straight off to Australia as well. So I definitely don't want to do that again next year. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, two days in the hotel. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Amazing. So album three is all in the works generally, and that'll be worked on around your insane touring cycle. Yeah. That's all the right. goal. And then do that again and again until I don't know. I can't anymore. I guess. <laughs> Incredible. Well, thank you so much for your time this evening. Thanks, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Perfect. So thanks again so much for joining me this evening. And the first question um, is, what is your number one album for 2022? I'm trying to remember the year. <laughs> it's enough after the pandemic. Um, In my head, it's 2021. For some yeah. reason, no other one. 2019. Um, so my favourite album of the year um personally and it, it's been like that for a few years now so i really struggled to move that person out of the the, the mix of what i listen to but it's definitely crash from charlie xcx nice i just cannot uh find something that i don't like that she drops usually every body of work that she's done uh, especially in the last few years have always been you know um great from the first track to the last one just can't find one track that i don't listen to so it's one of those albums that to me it's just uh easy to listen to from start to finish and it, she managed to blend in you know lots of the uh a bit of a extreme sounds of the hyper pop culture into her album but also kind of influences influences from you know true romance and like was it true romance or bad romance no, true romance so from the first albums basically a bit of like 80s since like it's just a really yeah. good mix but still sounds so uh, ahead of her time i don't know just like she always does um so true yeah this is gonna be my obsession for a while and i'm sure nice. that when she drops something else it's still gonna be an obsession <laughs> don't i know it yeah yeah i mean it's to be like... fair it's it's a great shout because i i did um i reviewed the charlie album for another outlet actually i that was my first like charlie album uh, and and from then I was like shit. Okay, I I have been sleeping on this artist for like way too long because she's fucking amazing. Like I say, know. she's she's really ahead of the curve, but it's still 
it's like it's modern but it's 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 what's going to be big in like three four years time exactly and then she managed to get to number one in the uk when she dropped this album which she's been trying to do for a while but she's always been a bit more niche i think than other pop artists like a bit less mainstream i think and yeah i'm so glad that she did that through this album but you should listen to vroom vroom the the ep she dropped a few years ago um it's it's crazy it's, it's so very good. different isn't it because i saw i actually saw her at ali pali i saw her live this year oh and, uh, and, obviously, and obviously she oh really oh shit okay yeah because she did vroom vroom didn't she it was mad yeah it was like a mosh pit honestly it's so good yeah it's so metal <laughs> She's you know, got a lot of crossover, in fairness. I think she's one of those artists with like like Rina Sawayama, for instance, with yes. a ton of crossover. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like. That's what I like. I love that. I love that like pop artists can just be heavy in like non obviously way. heavy ways. Yeah, their own way. Mm. That's yeah, that really appeals to me as well, like in terms of production. Um so mine is um it's a really hard one, but so during lockdown I discovered like this band called Bakovi. And um, I was like instantly obsessed with their sound. Um, it was it's like like low down tune guitars, but with this sort of almost like pop approach to the production, um, and just so so catchy, but like just very very like infectious, um, addictive sound. Um, and I think like for Kobe, actually, it's probably one of the, the biggest like influences in where we took the sound of Lake Malice for me um and then like over since that like first single i heard which is called slow which is like the one that was the, the my most listened to song about a doubt in 2021 um they've been dropping more and more singles that eventually led to the release of nula um which they dropped um i think like sort of a couple of months ago right yeah. like sort of september time um and Nula is like a concept album which just takes you on this amazing sort of like um journey through space essentially guided by this this voice this new alert voices it's it's like a really cool concept which isn't like it never gets old like throughout the album every song feels like it has a different um a different vibe you know it doesn't really feel like they've done they've, they've rehashed any ideas it kind of always keeps you really engaged um it's so bloody catchy and i think the Kobe really showed like some really kind of more vulnerable sides to them um and they just really embrace their identity with it as well. Like, like you, in one of the tracks, um, you can really hear like um, the singer's regional accent. It's just really cool that they just embrace all that stuff in like a big way. Um, so Nula's really, really cool. Um, and I, 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 like, a really weird thing that happened with Nula is that they've got this breakdown in one of the tracks where um, there's like this ro robotic voice um, talking about like how the, the, the voice is breaking free. Like it's an AI, but it's like kind of, you know, re rebelling, rebelling, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like, I just realized that one day this is exactly like our dog Sophie, because what happens is Sophie's really obedient, and she's she is Nula, and she's you know she's totally fine and everything, but then she gets this look in her eyes where she just looks a little bit kind of like on the edge, and all of a sudden it's like I am Nula and I am free, and then she just goes fucking berserk, like she just she, uh, yeah. she gets the zoomies and she goes insane. So every time she has the zoomies, yeah, I like I need to like film she's her and put and like free. that song over it, yeah, for like so like the zoomies kick in and the breakdown kicks in. I think it'd be really, yeah, really interesting. But um, yeah, so Nula is definitely my shout. Um, yeah, love that album and um, 
yeah, like I say, it's a super inspirational for what we do in our project as well. Amazing. Yeah, um, I would agree with you, actually. It's not my album of the year, but it's in my top 20. I think it might even be in my top 15, I think. It's it's in there somewhere, I know, because, again, although, unlike yourself, I, I've kind of seen their name floating around for a few years and never mm. checked them out, and then Nula came out. Um, I was like, you know what? People have been hyping this band up for ages. Yeah. I'm fine being late to the party. Put one, put it on once and was like, oh, okay, this is basically the best pop rock album this year then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Without a doubt. And yeah, it's, yeah. And then saw them at Islington and it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah incredible. It's great to see how they've grown, you know, and how they've reached such a wide audience now. Um, I think they're, they're a band that's just going to keep getting bigger. Um, and I think so many people... 100%. Yeah, I think a lot of people discovered them like I did during lockdown as well from like who I've spoken to. It's kind of, um, yeah, it was one of those those bands that actually just kind of got me through lockdown in the way. It kind of, mm. you know, the music that really just sort of like just kept me, you know, inspired as a musician. Yeah, you introduced me to them actually. Yeah, yeah. Really grateful. Thank you. Sick. Amazing. Yeah, no, two great shouts. And yeah, big. I'm a big fan of the Vakovi record as well. So... For the next one, uh, the second question is, who's your pick for a band that people should be looking out for, for doing big things like checking out in 2023? Mm, Shall I go first? Sure. Okay, so my pick is a band called Soft Cult. Um, And I discovered these guys like literally two or three weeks ago. Um, I just, it's one of those ones where like you just see lots of, people posting about them it's like kind of bit lots of word of mouth going around um you know and you like to kind of cave in and go right what they're about let's check it out um instantly hooked like for, for me like my listening taste is super weird it's not generally like metally stuff like I, I love metal but i feel like i've had like kind of like so much metal in my time that i'm kind of like in, enjoying exploring sort of softer side of things like um I love this artist called Phoebe Bridges as well. Um, and what Soft Cop do is that they kind of bring in that sort of like ballady country sounds, but it's almost like packaged in this like almost more loathe-esque Paris kind of um, thing that's going on. Like it's it, the sound is so infectious. Um, production's so nice and the songs are just so well written um, that I think these guys are going to be absolutely huge. I mean, they've already, they only started the project um, I think literally the beginning of this year. Um, so they're definitely new, aren't they? But they've they've crossed yeah. my desk a few times, and yeah, they're yeah. still on my they're still on my go listen to this list. So this might just be the kick I need. I'll do it, man. Yeah, just just dive straight in with like you know their top listen to songs and Spotify and just let it go through. Like they they, they churned out so much music this year, but it's all great and they've just such a, a refined sound. It's I think like so many people love that sort of like. Phoebe Bridges sort of sounds like the sort of, you know, really um, quite emo ballady stuff, but to be packaged in that sort of like soft rock, but huge like uh, chorusy guitars, um, really haunting reverbs, um, hence like the sort of the loathe um, kind of like references. It's just really cool, um, and like it, it makes like the hairs on my neck stand up when I listen to it. I can't wait to for them to come over to the UK again. Uh, I'll definitely be at a show. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't recommend them enough. Like, I think, yeah, if you feel into that, those sort of things that I mentioned, influence-wise, you'll, you'll be 
yeah, you'll get on with them really well, I think. Amazing. Okay, soft cult. Alice, what's your pick? Um, Blake is so good with words. Um, I think I'm just going to be very, very uh, quick. It's not true at all. Uh, I think... Uh, Do you mean I just speak too much? No. I'm quick. so good at saying lots of words. <laughs> okay, no, I didn't say that. Um, mine is Knife Bride. And the reason is... um. It's just it's just good to keep an eye on, you know, bands that are doing lots of things in the same scene. And um, I did notice them because we they played um, the RIP stage as well, uh, Download Festival last year, like we did. Um, and they, I mean, they just have such a unique sound. Um, I do, you know, just in general, it, I think it's important to kind of support emerging bands that are, you know, again, in the same scene. But with the last single they dropped, I just got quite obsessed. Like I was singing out loud the words when they played um, Throwfest. It's the same festival we played like a few months ago in Cardiff. Um, it's called Fang Dummy. Um, such a great single. Um, I think just overall, they're they're probably going to go and do big things because you know they. It's like it's an exponential growth that I've seen from them. Um, went on this massive tour with you know Gorgasm, must have gained so much experience from that, and um, they they looked really confident the last time I saw them live as well. Which is like you can tell <clears throat> you can tell how you know that confidence comes across once you play the certain type of show, and that's great to see when a band is just growing and evolving. Um, in again a short period of time, I think that's yeah. really exciting. Um. I just can't wait to see, you know, what's what's next for them. Yeah, I'd back you on that. I think yeah. Knife Bride are, are going to do big, big things. They already went on to Wargasm this year, which is... Mm. I was going to say, yeah, they played um, Kentish Town, right, here in London, I think. Yeah. 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 What's So what's their vibe musically? Because obviously, like you say, they're doing quite a lot and they do have a relatively, like... Well, I say relatively, they do have a quickly growing kind of following, but you know, like what what's the vibe musically? Like, what should people be looking out for? I think it, it's definitely on the metalcore kind of spectrum, but what I like it's the catchy vocals and choruses. Again, it's it's something that brings me the attention of bands. Usually, is like having a bit of an influence that comes from the pop world in general. And I, I don't know if I'm you know guessing right because I haven't really asked them, but that's what I can get from what I hear from the vocal lines and vocal melodies. I am a bit biased because I do tend to focus a lot more on vocal melodies rather than what's going on in the background. But, you know, it's definitely there's definitely lots of heaviness and, and you know, which, yeah. which is great. But but also like there's there's things that you just don't expect in the song and and every song they've done. That's the cool thing when, when you know, the song structure is not always predictable and um yeah i hope that that is a good summary i'm not good at speaking about music like i'm a, you know you're doing a podcast <laughs> i am doing a podcast <laughs> i wish you could just separate words into bad and cool that that's great because it's cool and that's bad because it's bad <laughs> we have a lot of conversations like that don't we it's, it's bad because it just is it's good because it just is yeah no no fantastic thank you so we've got soft cult and knife bride for ones to look out for um last but not least then Tell us a bit about Lake Malice's plans for 2023. In, well, like what, what have you got coming up? What are you working on? So we're definitely off to um, releasing lots of music. We are 
really close to getting um, a body of work done. I don't know if this body of work will be an EP or a mixtape. It's still kind of, you know, up for discussion, but um, I can definitely tell that there is, um, you know, lots of material that we look forward to sharing. And it's, um, it sounds even more... We've pushed, like, I think the the things that we've hinted at we like doing you know the sort of the um the pop sort of hyper you know hyper poppy stuff but also like the sort of um the, the heavier side of things um but also like well, I think we're just taking basically every influence that we have aren't we and throwing that at it yeah um, just going through really what we what we really liked and thought yeah. why don't we try and incorporate this into the songwriting yeah. process um so you know that's it's hard to put your finger on the sound isn't it now i'm thinking about it i'm like it's got so much weird stuff yeah, going on. it, it kind of sounds like you're hinting at like charlie xcx forms a metal band it's like imagine yeah it's always going to be like that I think it's, like, like, <laughs> it's like charlie xcx linkin park and spirit box had some sort of weird child yeah yeah sort of love child and yeah and th- that's i mean weird. We're, 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 <laughs> it's, it's definitely weird and uh-huh. we're quite excited about it though like, i think it's the best stuff we've written without a doubt um, yeah and besides that, we've got a few minor festivals confirmed, but the big milestone oh, for us is going to be Download Festival um, 2023, which is just massive for like, it's It's going to be huge, isn't it? Because it's oh. like... It's weird to say it. It's weird yeah. to even say I'm playing Download. It just sounds weird. It, yeah, I can't process that we're playing it. Yeah. It's it's just one huge of those three moments, yeah. Yeah. We went to the um like the download launch event um last month mm. and it was super surreal just to see our name like on this giant projection screen. Um and they like kind of announced the lineup in real time, you know. So they, they kind of they had this video play and then the lineup kind of um came out, but then it went on socials at the same time and like both our phones were just going mad from like friends that we haven't spoken to for like years, like school friends was like Dude, your band's playing download. What the hell? Like, <laughs> what is going yeah, on? it was. Yeah, you were just stood there going, going, "Hey, we know that." Oh shit, that's because it's us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pretty much. That was the reaction. Everybody in the room turning around, like, "Oh, so you are playing?" <laughs> I <was> like, Am I? <laughs> so yeah, Bel- believe cool. it when I walk off stage after the set. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it won't sink in until closer to the time, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to process. But yeah, we'll, we'll be doing that. We've got um we've got some really cool um uk um festivals that we're playing we can't announce them just yet um and we'll be sure to be on the road i'm sure like throughout 2022 2023 yeah 2023 oh yeah that's next year. yeah next, next yeah, year you've um, already toured in 2022 you don't want to travel back and I think I left my brain on, on I, one of those fair, tours, I, to be honest. I'll do it all over again. It was a good year for us. So. Yeah, we're, we're addicted to touring now. We just want to go back on the, out on the road as soon as possible. And yeah. um, I'm sure we, we don't we can't have anything that we can actually announce yet. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll be sure to, to let you guys know as soon as we do. And yeah, yeah but we'll, obviously we'll have this, this whatever it is, this EP or mixtape to promote. So we'll be out there, I'm sure. Touring, yeah, yes. out there touring as much as possible. New material, new shows, new scenery, Absolutely. download. Yeah, yeah, it sounds <laughs> exciting good... as hell. So, um, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Okay, well, again, thanks so much for your time this evening. Thank you so much, Will. Thank you, Will. Cheers. All right, brilliant. So, first of all, for the first pick, is the album of the year for 2022. 
Do you want to go first, Durham? Yeah, uh, mine is from Vain or Vain FM, um, and this world is going to ruin you. Um, I think it's just wicked. I think Arizona was such a, a difficult album to set the bar higher than, and I think it's just there, there's just nothing in that record that like I can gauge what's coming next. It's just really creative, really inventive, and um, yeah, I think it's wicked. I spin on repeat all the time, so that's that's mine for this year. Yeah, that's a sick record to be fair, because like you say, Arizona was really difficult to listen to in parts as well. It was really glitchy, and then mm. this world is going to ruin you. Just comes and like flattens the room. Yeah, it's it's wicked, and obviously we had the pleasure of playing with Bane as well, and they played a bunch off it, and it just it's just amazing live. So. Yeah, give it to Bane this year for, for me. That was the one where they knocked the light off the ceiling, if I remember. Yeah, I've got footage of it and then uh, half the crowd are just waving it about while it was still on. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> cool. Uh, so mine is um, Ocean Grove, Up in the Air Forever. Can't remember what month it came out, but it was definitely this year. And they're like... They're an Australian band. They're not they're not particularly big. I mean, they just toured here recently, but I kind of fell in love with them like 20, 2016, 2017. Um, and their last record was my album of the year, 2020, I think, when that came out. And yeah, they dropped a new record this year. It's kind of, it's not heavy. They kind of used to be a heavy band. They're kind of Brit poppy and just kind of proper positive sounding Aussie rock, basically. But yeah, they're like a a band I really like and I really love their new record like it's just I think it's only about 25 minutes but it's all just ball to ball bangers it's, it's good stuff it's all you need when it's that good yeah exactly it's, it's just a nice summer list, listening record I think I think that's what I like about it yeah I, I had it in my head for some reason that they were a new metal band yeah they they have like bits of that but they've they, their sounds changed so much like so over the last few years they're they're just they're their own thing. Like they're they're quite difficult to pigeonhole. Really, they've done a lot. Nice. All right. So in terms, so that's the albums of the year. In terms of picks for next year, Erhan, who do you reckon's a band that we need to be keeping an eye on in twenty twenty three? Um. So, Fleshwater for me. Um. Literally, I've been listening to this record or that new record that they've just released constantly. Um. And. <laughs> I found I out after connect, I, yeah. Um, yeah, I found out after um, that they were actually a side project of Vain. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, as soon as you said, I was like, I know the connection here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, honestly, I think it's wicked. I think, and obviously, well, I've only had the, my Spotify account since September. I'm already in the top 4% of listeners for, for, <laughs> for this artist on my rap. So, um, yeah, I, I think they're wicked. Um, it looks as if, similar to how, like, Adventures were, for Code Orange, where they've got kind of like a different band that they can kind of vent and, and try different stuff. And they seem to be everywhere next year. Um, I think they're playing Outbreak. I think they've already been added I think to they Outbreak. They are on there, yeah. What's their, what's their vibe? I mean, obviously they're kind of hardcore adjacent to be at Outbreak. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like, it's got elements of shoegaze. You can definitely tell like Vane are part of this band because there are just some sections that just sound like bits off a vein record which is wicked um but yeah for me honestly for me i think just anything that's interesting anything that seems new and it's kind of breaking boundaries and that is a proper melting pot of, of genres 
between like hardcore and and shoegaze and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I I think they're they're wicked. Again, it's just yeah, I think I think Vayner cool. These guys, they know what they're doing to make really cool stuff, and I'm totally on board with it. Fuck yeah, yeah. I mean, I really love that. That's like such a, a good space as well at the moment, like hardcore and shoegaze, because you've got bands like I don't know, if, and I hope it doesn't steal anyone's thunder, but Soul Blind that just put mm-hmm. their record out this year that I saw opening for Stick to Your Guns. Had no idea who they were, and I was with Joe Nan. Um, who you might know from Nuclear Blast and Sharp Tone. He just went, yeah, you're going to love these. They're right up your street. And he, he wasn't wrong. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it is really cool, isn't it? Like, there's so many genres that are just kind of blending and, like, the crowds are all being introduced to new stuff. But, yeah, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's a cool time for music for sure. Um, but, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing what, what Fleshwater kind of does moving forward. Sick. Your cool. turn. Um, so I've gone with a band that I think are really cool, but also happen to be friends of ours, which is uh, Grief Ritual. They put out a record this year, kind of laid the foundations for for whatever comes next for them. But I think like they're really cool and they they deserve a, a good platform and to have a really good year. I think they did the trees they did this year. They've done Bloodstock as well, didn't they? Um, another year, but yeah, I think they're fucking wicked. They're really heavy live and. I think there's something really special there, and they're like the nicest people as well. Like we, I think we played our first shows as a four piece way back in 2019 together with them, like a little weekender. It's just us two. Um, so we, yeah, we've known a long time. We've known them a long time, and I think they deserve to have a a breakout year, if you want to call it that. But yeah, yeah, I think they're, they're yeah, cool. they are really fucking cool actually, because it was the EP this year, wasn't it? Um, yeah, they're uh, oh, fucking out. I saw them with. Um, Death Goals the other mm. week. Uh, yeah, and I'm actually going to see him on Saturday with Cage Fight. Yeah, that um, starts today, doesn't it? That tour. I just saw yeah. they're in Manchester tonight. Yeah, but that, that's they're really fucking cool. Um, because they're kind of I guess my take on it is be they're kind of like that old school death metal, but played by hardcore kids. Mm. And yeah. like that's the best kind of death metal, really. <laughs> yeah, they've got this like, really nasty, like blackened edge to it as well. Yeah, which is cool. But yeah, I just I think they're really cool and, and they deserve to be a, a big band i think they're fucking cool they're hard working as well yeah I, th- I think they're both really good shouts actually i think i think grief ritual definitely gonna be doing bits in the uk next year yeah okay seeing it like whatever they got coming next i'm not sure if they've got any more material to come but i think they've like laid good foundations in the last few months with the i think it was spiritual disease when it's the ep but yeah it's wicked yeah, yeah, I've heard some really, I've heard some really positive comments from like other people about that, and I've been really fucking digging it as well. Yeah, it's really cool to see. Sick. So, last but not least, uh, we come to the the bit where you get to talk about what you've got coming up, or like things you might want to plug that you can talk about for what's coming up for Harriet in twenty twenty three. Cool. Shall I take this for me? I don't want to announce something that um, isn't um, <laughs> <laughs> isn't allowed. <laughs> Just wait till yeah. I stop recording, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're playing our last shows of the year next week uh, with Boston Manor, which is kind of a a weird kind of pairing, but again, it's a cool pairing. We're quite lucky that we've been able to go out with a lot of bands that are a little bit different to us um, this year. So, yeah, that's kind of rounding off the year. Um, and then February, we're going out to Europe with Rado Tomasi, and that ends with a big 
London show at the Electric Ballroom, which is going to be cool because it's probably the biggest show we've done, I think. Um, mm. And then what? It's just festival season, isn't it? After that, pretty much. Um, we've got new music as well. There'll be new music next year um, at some point in the first quarter, <laughs> but, but no dates or anything confirmed. But yeah. Um, yeah, and then it's just kind of festival season. We're only doing Slam Dunk at the moment in the UK, and then just a bunch of, of European festivals as well. And then see where we end up after that. I don't think we've got much planned after festival season, if I can remember. But yeah, it's all it's all cool. I think we've kind of done everything we could do in the UK this year. So I'm not sure if there's going to be a lot next year, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you've kind of played with everyone and at every festival. And it's been really fucking cool to see. So I think, yeah, the right, I think you've kind of suggested the right step now is you're gonna take it over to the main over to mainland Europe. Yeah, that's exactly the plan. I think like, start battering their eardrums a bit. Yeah, mm. it's just a whole new audience, isn't it? So it's gonna be cool. I mean, we, we went over for Soul Crusher a few weeks ago. That was the first time we went over to Europe and it was nuts. So I think we kind of got us a little bit more excited for the the actual European stuff yeah all right well thank you ever so much for that um for your time tonight no problem thanks for having us okay well thank you ever so much for joining me so tonight i'm chatting to liam of the excellent hidden mothers uh, how are you doing tonight yeah i'm really good thank you i've uh you know in the festive spirit as it gets to that time of year so yeah feeling pretty good Amazing. Um, so you're joining us tonight, first of all, to talk about a few bits, because obviously it's that time of the year. Uh, so as musicians, journalists, and just generally people in the music world, we always put ourselves through the absolute torture that is looking at everything we've listened to that year and going, what did I like the most? Um, which is a fairly impossible choice over the last few years. Yeah. Um, so if we start with probably the biggest question of the evening... Uh, first of all, what is your number one? What's your album of the year for 2022? So all of this year, I've been having an argument with myself about whether it was They Fear Us by Ithaca or Heavy Pendulum by Cave-In. And then my Spotify wrapped came out and it's clearly Ithaca because I've just absolutely rinsed that record. Um, I was a fan of them anyway from the previous record and from the the LEPs that they did and stuff a good few years ago. Um, but I just feel like they've hit another level with that latest album. It's, it's incredible. It's, yeah, it's definitely my album of the year. They are so, so easy to just rinse over and over, aren't they? Yeah. Even in such like a dense, combative album. Because mm. that's uh, that's up there for me. Uh, I, think, I think I've ranked it as like my third, fourth album, maybe. I think it's so easy to, to rinse because all of the really savage stuff is like front loaded and then there's a kind of a few more chill tracks and especially that last track um that the name of has completely oh hold be held um, yeah is so like chilled and sad and just like kind of sparse that you're ready for a kick in again after after that's finished and you can just kind of start back at the beginning again and and you know go through the whole process all over again so, yeah, yeah, I guess in that sense, it's pretty perfectly paced in that because because Hold Be Held is like one of my one of the best songs I've heard this year. I think it's just yeah, like Jamila's voice on that and how different she sounds and how good she sounds. Mm. 
yeah, I mean, I've, I've always really liked her voice, but, like, not that I thought her clean vocals weren't good on the last album, but they're miles better on this record. Like, she's really come a long way as a singer as much as as a, a screamer or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I just think yeah. the whole thing's great. It's risk for days, and then they make you cry at the end, and then just put it on again and <laughs> just and, yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Not only her coming along leaps and bounds vocally, but I think the whole band is like just there's there's because you're right. Like the first, like the, the you know language of injury is by no means bad. Like no, it's it's, great. it's a good yeah. It's a good if not great metalcore record. Very very like the first time I saw them was on that album cycle at Arc Tangent, mm. and I just remember you know having my mind blown, going this is insane. This is incredible. They're incredible. And then this new one is like, it's, it, yeah, it feels like it's taken this huge step up in every regard. Like, and the amount of thought that's gone into it with the whole, with like the art, the actual artistic like direction behind it. It's yeah. the imagery. It's, it's, they've thought of everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think and, that like I saw them at that same Arc Tangent show that you saw them at. And like, I love that. And I've seen them a bunch of times. But if you'd have said to me, on their next album, they're going to have like a Bon Iver type kind of stripped back electronic song with gospel singing in it. I'd be like, no, they're not. No, they're That's not. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, here we are. So yeah. Uh, yeah, here they are. They've not only done it, but they've nailed it. Yeah, smashed Yeah. It. So good. Fantastic. So that's Ithaca, They Fear Us as your album of the year. Can't 100%. really disagree with that at all. Um, looking ahead to next year then, what do you think people are going to be not necessarily. Well, what do you think people should be getting on board with now ahead of next year? Who's who's heading? Who's going to be doing big pieces next year? Do you reckon? Am I allowed to say more than one band, or do you just? Want if you've one? got more than one, that's great. Let's start with like the big one though, or like um, your main one, I guess. Well, the main band that I wanted to shout out is a, a band from uh, from Manchester, which is just up the road from where we are in Sheffield, um, called Pleiades, who oh, yeah. um, have just put a single out. It's wicked. It's like both both eras of pianos become the teeth smashed into one band, but with like placebo-y bits and then birds in row-y bits. And they're just like a really cool, melodic, post-hardcore, gothy, sad band. Um, and they're fantastic. They released a single, like say, a couple of weeks ago. Got an album coming out next year. And I'm very excited to hear more from them. I think they're on really onto something. They've actually just come on my radar recently, probably because of said single, so I'll make sure I check them out. So that's Pleiades is your first one. Pleiades. You had a second, you said. Well, yeah, I mean, I I was, you know, I knew this conversation was coming, so I was like, who who do I want to shout out? So there's also another band from Manchester called Lure In, who I think everybody should get on board with. Um, very different, more like a chaotic kind of noise rock band, um, but with like, I know we're not allowed to talk about Daughters anymore because fuck that guy, but with Daughters-y kind of vocals, but um, but more chaotic musically than that style. Um, yeah. They're just, they're really, really, really great as well. Um, and a band called Cops from Bristol who are like a black gays band with Ed from Devil's Soul is Soul on vocals. Um, we were meant to do a show with them and it got cancelled and I was really sad about it, but they're going to be releasing some stuff. So yes. yeah, I think those three... Our bands, I think people should be checking out. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree. Although the other two are like familiar names, if not musically, Cops, I'm all in on because yeah. they're really fucking good. That that, uh, that Mara Mondram, yeah, and yeah. 
I remember talking to a friend about it at the time because like I'm a big fan of Lost. Like that's an incredible record. Mm. It feels like Cops spun off some of the blackened bits of that and then did its own thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think Ed's voice just lends itself really well to that style of music. Like it's not a, a million billion miles away from Devil Soldier Soul in terms of like the feel of it, but it's cool to see him lean into a a more a darker kind of uh, style of music with it. Yeah, I definitely get that. Yeah, it was very, very much emotionally in that sort of ballpark, but mm. sonically, like yeah. you say, darker, bit bleaker in parts. Yeah. yeah, cops, fucking great shout. And then we also had Pleiades and Lauren, who again also gonna have to check out after this definitely recommended and as the final one uh hidden mothers you last released an ep it's been a little bit 20 september 2020 it was yeah yeah i was gonna say it's it's been a little bit of time so what obviously as you know with in terms of what you can talk about what's what's coming up in the world of hidden mothers so we're writing our debut album at the minute um, it has taken a little bit longer than we would have liked, purely down to the fact that we've been doing a loads of shows and um, have kind of been so focused on that that we haven't been able to commit quite as much time as we would have liked to writing new material. Um, but we're making some real headway with that now and it will be out at some point in 2023. Um, and then we'll just do even more shows. I mean, we haven't got loads announced right now, but we have got Arctangent, um, which is gonna be ridiculous um yeah when we when we started this band like that was the goal that was like imagine imagine how ridiculous it would be if we got to play arctangent and here we are like playing it in 2023 with converge and cave in and birds in row and death heaven and i can't believe it to be honest (laughs) it's it's gonna be an incredible time for you next year actually with that arctangent lineup because i mean i looked at the lineup from arctangent last year and went i'll beat that and now looking at it now going fuck they always (laughs) manage somehow to just when you think no surely they've milked every amazing band in the that are are available to them but no and there's still a headliner to come as well god knows what they're going to pull out of the bag um but we're very excited about that you know we're really grateful to be given the opportunity to play an event of that scale and of that sort of important to us and the scene that we belong to um so yeah hopefully i'm I'm sure that will be the crowning point of our year but we're going to do a bunch of other stuff we're working on some tours and things at the minute that hopefully we can announce soon um so yeah new music loads of shows just trying to carry on and uh and stop milking the the same four songs we've been milking for the past three years that is all we've got (laughs) recorded we've done pretty well considering we've got one ep and a single out but it's time to get something new out there. It's got you to arc tangent. It can't be that bad. Yeah, I can't complain. Um, <laughs> and I'm not certainly not going to question it. But um, no. I think we've done about all we can on the back of one EP. So it's definitely going uh, to be really good to get some new stuff out there. Stylistically, it's a it's you know in a similar vein to what we've done before, but we've certainly added a lot more uh, influences that we maybe didn't show quite as much last time around so hopefully people will like it and find think it's interesting nice yeah keen for that looking forward to it okay well thanks again so much for your time this evening absolutely fine thank you for having me